All right. We are going today to 1 Samuel 1. And we're going to talk about grace in action. We're going to go to 1 Samuel 1. We're going to read a little bit. Well, I guess I'm going to read a little bit. And we will end at the end of the lesson. You can just find it if you will, if you want to. Romans 5. But we're going to start in 1 Samuel 1. Amen. All right, this thing is weird. <coughs> All right, there we go. Now there was a certain man from Ramathith Zophan, from the hill country of Ephraim, and his name was Elkanah the son of Jeroham, the son of Elihu, the son of Tohu, the son of Zuth, and Ephraimite. He had two wives. The name of one was Hannah, and the name of the other, Penina. Penina, that's her name. And Penina had children, but Hannah had no children. Now this man would go up from his city yearly to worship and to sacrifice to the Lord of hosts in Shiloh. And the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, were priests to the Lord there. When the day came that Elkanah sacrificed, he would give portions to Peninnah, his wife, and to all her sons and daughters. But to Hannah, he would give a double portion, for he loved Hannah. But the Lord had closed her womb. Her rival, however, would provoke her bitterly to irritate her because the Lord had closed her womb. It happened year after year. As often as she went up to the house of the Lord, she would provoke her. So she wept and would not eat. Then Elkanah, her husband, said to her, Hannah, why do you weep? Why do you not eat? And why is your heart sad? Am I not better to you than ten sons? Then Hannah rose after eating and drinking in Shiloh. Now Eli the priest was sitting on a seat by the doorpost of the temple of the Lord. She greatly distressed, prayed to the Lord and wept bitterly. She made a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on my affliction, the affliction of your maidservant, and remember me, and not forget your maidservant, but will give your maidservant a son, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of my life, all, all the days of his life, and a razor shall never come to his head. Now it came about as she continued praying before the Lord that Eli was watching her mouth. As for Hannah, she was speaking in her heart. Only her lips were moving, but her voice was not heard. So Eli thought she was drunk. Eli said to her, how long will you make yourself drunk? 
Put away your wine from you. But Hannah replied, no, my Lord. I am a woman oppressed in spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink. But I have poured out my soul before the Lord. Do not consider your maidservant as a worthless woman. For I have spoken unto now out of my great concern and provocation. Then Eli answered and said, go in peace. And may the God of Israel grant your petition that you have asked of him. She said, let your maidservant find favor in your sight. So the woman went away, ate, and her face was no longer sad. On last week, in our creative time of worship, pastor began to speak about and minister about grace. Grace that overcomes. And then we ended up flowing into the subject that we had on last week, which was operating in the grace that was allotted to us. And today, I'm pretty sure the Lord wants us to talk about grace in action. Grace, when you say the word grace, Grace means a, it stands for a winning quality or attractiveness that invites a favorable reaction. That's what grace stands for. A winning quality or attractiveness that invites a favorable reaction. When you think of Hannah and a lot of us have heard this story, so we basically know the backdrop of the story. But when you think of Hannah and you begin to study on Hannah, uh, Hannah's name means gracious, graciousness. And in this scripture passage, Hannah shows complete grace in action. And you, you might ask me, how do I figure that? And so let's travel just a tad. And let's talk about Hannah's tribulation. Verse 6 talks about her tribulation. Tribulation means distress or suffering resulting from oppression and persecution. That's what tribulation means. Oppress, I'm sorry, distress or suffering resulting from oppression or persecution. Verse six says, her rival, however, would provoke her bitterly to irritate her because the Lord closed her womb. Not that Hannah did anything to Peninnah. Peninnah was the fruitful one. Peninnah was the one that had the children. You would think Hannah would be jealous of Peninnah. Mm. But in return, it was Peninnah, her enemy, her rival, 
that would provoke her bitterly to irritate her because God made her who she is. So, Michaela, I don't like you because God made you like that and your hair can swoop and mine's not swooping like that. That's crazy in our natural minds. What'd you do to me? Shouldn't I be grateful for what I have? Because God has given us each a measure. And if we were all alike and all the same, what good would we be? How would we grow? How would we help one another? So Hannah, in her tribulation, she was able because if you read, I read this whole portion. I read a lot, y'all. I read this whole portion. Now, one time did it say Hannah provoked, Hannah talked about, Hannah did anything back to Peninnah. It talked about what Peninnah did to Hannah. How Peninnah provoked Hannah because something the Lord put on her. So, Y'all know I like to think, and I like for everybody to think. And I need us to think about life today. Because the way we're going to grow is when we start taking the scriptures and making it relevant to what we're doing in our actual lives. So think about your life. You might not have been able to do it like Hannah. But I need you to think about your life while we're going over this and while we're talking about this. So Hannah had tribulation. She had great distress from suffering that resulted in oppression and persecution. Hannah's tribulation allowed her perseverance. Perseverance is continued effort to do or achieve something despite of difficulties, despite of failures, despite of opposition, her tribulation caused her to have perseverance. It tells us that in verse 7, it happened year after year. They could have kept saying after year, after year, after year. As often as she went up to the house of the Lord, Penina would provoke her. So she wept and would not eat. Year after year after year after year. Are you kidding me? I didn't even do nothing to you. Because you know that's how we get. We get real I didn't do nothing to you. You are mad at me because of who God made me. Hmm. Year after year after year after year, when I go to worship the Lord and make a sacrifice, are you bringing this here? Do we bring this to the house of the Lord? Year after year after year after year. 
The reason I said I know, I really believe the Lord wants us to talk about grace and action is because last week we talked about strife and stopping it. This is strife. This is strife. And even though Hannah didn't retaliate, Peninnah wouldn't stop. Year after year after year. Now some of us would be like, peace out. I ain't going back. I ain't going back because in a minute, I'm going to have to touch her. In a minute, she gonna, that little boy on the little Instagram, she's going to catch these hands. In a minute, that's how some of us would be. Year after year, I'm going to another church. I'm going to another church because uh, the pastor ain't done nothing. Elkanah ain't stop her. El Elkanah didn't stop it. So I'm out. Well, if you do the backdrop, there was no other place to worship. They had to worship here. They had to. So she couldn't say, I'm out. Now, she could have said, I'm not going. But she didn't. Year after year. After year after year. Hannah continued to go worship. She wouldn't allow the torment and irritation to throw her off course from seeking God for what she desired. Hannah's perseverance brought about proven character. Proven character, the experience of going through a test. Hannah never wasted her time nor words on Peninnah. That scripture doesn't tell us. And I was doing some extra research like I know she had to go off one time. And I was Hannah searching Hannah. I got the Logos and was searching, searching. Show me where she went off. Show me where she said something. But it doesn't say I didn't find it anywhere. I didn't find it anywhere. She didn't waste her time nor her words on Penina. She was focused, focused on her hope in God, not on the enemy. We can clearly see that her tribulation was difficult. Do you guys understand that in that time, it was like if you didn't have children for your husband, basically, what good were you? So when you got married, you was popping babies. And you were proud to pop babies because that made you worth something in your eyes, in your husband's eyes, in your community's eyes. So for God to allow and make Hannah barren, and close her womb for God to do that to her. And then for Peninnah to be the fruitful one, the one multiplying, the one, the one that's in everyone else's eyes, in the natural eyes, the one that's the fruitful one, the good one, the blessed one. 
the worthy one. So for God, because this is what it says, the Lord closed her womb. The Lord closed her womb. So for God to have done that, we see how great her tribulation was. Year after year after year. And unfortunately, some of us can't take 30 seconds of tribulation. This says year after year after year. Year after year after year, she was distressed, suffering, resulting from oppression and persecution. Year after year after year, she continued to she continued to achieve despite difficulties, failures, and opposition. Year after year after year, she experienced going through the test. We clearly see that the tribulation was difficult and she stayed focused. James 1 and 2 says, Blessed is the man who perseveres under trial. For once he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Blessed is the man who perseveres under trial. Now we got to think again now. I need y'all to think. Because when trial comes, we don't necessarily consider ourselves blessed. When trial comes, it's, what did I do? Well, why? Well, why? And Lord, I thought you said, and Lord, what and what and what and what? And we go ham crazy, spam crazy. We just go ham. We lose all thinking. We lose all sense, all common sense, which everybody don't have anymore. I didn't know that, but I, I learned everybody don't have that anymore. So the ones that had it, they lose it. The ones that never had it. But we lose that. We can't think. We don't eat. We don't sleep. We can't read. We can't comprehend. We're just a mess. But James says, blessed is the man who perseveres under trial. For once he has been approved. That when the trial is over, when you come through the trial. Once he has been approved, he will, not might, he will. Perseverance, those that persevere under trial, be approved. Because once you're approved, you will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those he loved. So... You're going through tribulation and 
you just lose it. And you start operating how we know you shouldn't operate. And then you're in tribulation year after year after year, cutting up. And then we wonder, well, Lord, how long? How long I got to keep going through this? How long do you have to keep going through it? Hannah's proven character brought hope. And that's something that we're missing. Her proven character brought hope. Hope is to cherish a desire with anticipation. To expect with confidence. To trust. That was verse 17 and 18 when Eli told her, go in peace. And may the God of Israel grant your petition as you asked him. And then she replied, let your maidservant find favor in your sight. So the woman went away. She ate. Her face was no longer sad. I didn't see where they said, Eli said, you're pregnant right now. I didn't see where it said she became pregnant right then. I didn't see any of that. He told her to go in peace. And her faith and hope caused her to have trust and complete confidence in the Lord. Now, year after year after year, I know I've been asking God and I know I haven't had it. But at this moment, the priest said, go in peace. And may the God of Israel grant your petition. And this time, this time, she picked up her stuff, picked up herself, ate, and changed her face. It was no longer sad. I mean, she changed her attitude. So I would take it when Penina came to try to irritate her. She could have laughed. She could have smiled. She changed her attitude. So her tribulation allowed her perseverance. Her perseverance allowed her proven character and her character allowed her hope hope and that's what we need today I call this grace in action because Hannah actually shows us how to walk in the grace that's allotted to us. She shows us how to operate when trials and tribulations are on us. 
and some of the stuff we've done to ourselves. She didn't do this. God put this on her. And she operated in grace with something God put on her. We flip out with what we put on ourselves. We blame God for what we do to ourselves. But God put this on her. Hmm. She operated in hope. And that hope, that anticipation, that one day I know God's going to answer me. One day I know he's going to hear me. One day, and a lot of times we, 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 we come to church and we, we get excited. And we say, we got it. And we go home. And somewhere we lost it. Somewhere we dropped it. Somewhere we forgot that if I go through this tribulation properly, if I go through this distress, if I go through this suffering, if I go through this oppression, if I go through persecution properly, I'll gain perseverance. I'll gain the continued effort to achieve. Despite the difficulties that I face, I'll gain the perseverance, the continued effort to achieve despite my failures. I did it. I failed. Do I retreat? Or do I keep going? The continued effort, despite my failures, the continued effort despite my opposition. I, I, I got to get this out my way and I can't stop. Oh, I can't get it to move, so I'm going to just leave it. No, continued effort despite my opposition. That perseverance brought her proven character. That experience from going through a test. Proven character. And that character brought her hope. Hope. Complete trust. Go in peace. And may God grant your petition. Oh, cool. Let me get my stuff and then I'm gone. Hey, everybody, how y'all doing? Hey, Finn and the girls. That's what she did. Hey, girl. That's what she did. And I said, Lord, this is awesome. Hannah actually exudes grace in action. She didn't allow anything to deplete her, the tribulation to deplete her of her hope in God. God, this is where we should be. 
This is how we should respond in tribulation. And then I said, the Lord said, go to Romans. So let's go to Romans. Romans 5. Romans 5 and 1. We're there. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have obtained our introduction by faith into this grace in which we stand and we exalt in hope of the glory of God. And not only this, but we also exalt in our tribulations. Knowing that tribulations bring about perseverance and perseverance proven character and proven character hope and hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Hope does not disappoint. Hope does not disappoint. It doesn't disappoint. So I need us to think again. Let's make this personal. Each one of us have trials, tribulations, something we're going up against, something in our way, something we don't like, something tormenting us, something irritating us. What's irritating you? What's tormenting you? What's getting on your nerves? What is it? Okay, now that you got it in your head, how you been acting? How have you been behaving? How have you been handling it? Can you see yourself responding how Hannah responded? How Hannah responded with the tribulation that the Lord gave her. I didn't do it. She didn't do it. And see, I, I, a lot of times I, I, I tell people, um, did you do this? 
Is this my thing? I didn't do it. And so if I can't, I didn't do it. If I didn't cause this, I can't fix it. Only God can. If it's something that I did, then let me clean up my mess. I got to clean up my mess and go through whatever consequences that I have put on myself. And so if you're thinking and your trials and tribulations is something that you did, it's cool. It's cool. He's a God of grace, God of mercy. So how are you going to respond? If it's something that you didn't do, why are you worried about it? You can't fix it. You didn't do it. Hannah didn't make herself barren. Hannah didn't close her own womb. She'd have had a hundred kids if she could have. Just to show Penina up. You got this many, I got this many. We have competition. She didn't do that to herself. And thankfully, we have a great example of grace in action. So you're thinking about your tribulation, you're thinking about your trials. Now you thought about how you responded, how you've been responding. Is your tribulation and your response bringing perseverance? Is it causing you to persevere? Or is it making you crazier? Is it causing you to continue? Or did you retreat already and we can't find you and we ain't seen you? Y'all know when y'all, when everybody get quiet and run, like I said last week, when the babies mess on themselves and you everything quiet, you be like, where that baby at? Oh, that baby in the corner. Look at his face. He done messed on himself. Somebody need to change his pamphlet. Y'all know that's a telltale sign? Y'all know that's a telltale sign. So when you come around or don't come around, and your whole demeanor has changed. And then we say, how you doing? I'm okay. Stop that storytelling. You are not okay. And we can see you're not okay. We know you're not okay. I'm doing all right. Or you just come and smile. You know good and well, normally, you, you're talking to everyone after service. You come sit down with a look on your face and walk right out the door and nobody, did I, I thought, man, I didn't even get to see her. I didn't even see them. That's a telltale sign, guys. Telling on yourself. When all you really have to do is just say, hey, come help me. Had O'Kenna not known what Hannah's issue was, he wouldn't have been able to say, Hannah, why are you still crying? I'm here with you, with you. I'm helping you. You found favor with the Lord. You found favor with me. 
He would not have been able to even speak to her had she just not told him, had he not known what the issue was. That's sometimes what we go through. So how are you persevering? How's your character? <laughs> How's your character? Are we, like we said last week, going through tests after test after test is the same test because we keep flunking it? Or are we persevering through it, through the opposition, through my personal failures, through my difficult times? This is really good, guys. It's really good. How's your faith? How is your faith? What do you believe? How is your faith? Do you believe God? Or don't you? If you're not sure, then what you need to do is take your time. Make, schedule out some time and begin a study. Begin to study the word. Begin to understand who you are, who God called you to be. And understand your dominion and your power that he's given us. We are a great creature. No, I don't. What the kids do have powers. You know, these little kids watch all these little animated shows, all these superhero shows. And now when they're trying to get you, they be like, psh, psh, psh. And you be looking at them, what is that going to do? In their minds, they believe they got power. Psh, 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 psh. Guys, we got power. Our power is right here. Our power is in our tongue. He's given us the dominion. He says that our pen is like a, our tongue is like a pen of a ready writer. What you say is right. What you speak, so shall it be. Hannah. Year after year after year after year. And y'all can't do 30. We can't do 30 minutes. 30 minutes. It didn't happen year after year. Because we all know that by now, somebody would have tripped Hannah. Uh, tripped Penina. So what, we want, what I want you to do today is make sure that when Penina comes up against you you know how to respond that you respond in grace grace in action not grace in words because we good to say what we gonna do and don't do a thing grace in action I don't want to hear what you have to say that's another one of my things all that flapping of the jaws and that flapping of the jaws don't match nothing on your life. I ain't trying to hear it. 
You can keep talking, but I don't believe nothing you're saying. I even smile at you. I don't believe you. Because your actions show something else. So I don't care how many scriptures you quote. I don't care how much you put that uh on your tone, your speech, on your vocal cords. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care. Your actions is what I care about. Your actions is what show. So, last week we were dealing with strife. This week we're dealing with our actions. When trials and tribulations come, when oppositions come, Let's read this, guys. Let's understand who we are. And when you read further, because it says hope will not disappoint, you'll see that not only did Hannah get the son that she asked for, but she had more multiple children more sons and daughters. She asked for one. And she had multiple. And she walked in complete favor. She received the double portion. Because she knew how to go through. Because she could persevere. I love y'all. And we're going to make it the right way. We're going to make it. Not by doing things our own way. We're going to make it, not by closing the book and not using the open book test. We're going to use the book because it's an open book test. We're going to persevere. Our character will show it. And we'll remain in hope. Hope that won't disappoint, my Lord. I need y'all to think again. I need y'all to think again. Hope that won't disappoint. You know, you know what you have in your life. Hope that won't disappoint. You know what you have facing. Hope that won't disappoint. All you have to do is have grace and action. It won't disappoint. We've been disappointed plenty of times. 
but he won't disappoint. So, Father, we thank you. We love you. We love you for this moment. We love you for this moment, God. We love you, Father, for how you're talking to us, how you're using us, oh God, how you're instructing us, oh God. We thank you, God. God, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your examples, oh God. We thank you for an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying. And we thank you now, God. You didn't have to choose us to know you. But you found us worthy. Worthy to choose us to know you. Worthy to choose us to understand, yes, trials, tribulations, torment, irritation. It's a real thing. And if we're not careful, it can take control over our minds. But God, you have given us the wisdom to operate in trial and tribulation, in persecution, in irritation, in aggravation. Everything that we need, God, you have already supplied for us. We know that everything we need is already in our hands, God. And all we need to do, Father, for inquiries is open up your word and eat. Open up your word and eat and open up our mouths and speak to the Father. So we bless you, Lord. We bless you for this moment. We bless you for this opportunity. An opportunity to take on your grace. And for those of us that have not been applying your grace properly, we thank you for this moment. We thank you already in advance for the week to come that we will remember your word and apply it to our lives. You're worthy to be praised. You're worthy to be magnified. You're worthy to be adored. And we bless you. We bless you, Jesus. We bless you, Jesus. We bless you, God.